Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. Have you grown up in an abusive household? Have you grown up in a household where yelling and screaming are the norm? Super stressful. Maybe your mum was being abused by your father. Maybe one or both of your parents were abusive to you and to each other, not only emotionally, but also physically. How does this impact on you and the person that you are today? Some people, like my guest Anum Hyatt, form such a strong drive to just break away from all the things that were trying to hold them back, trying to keep them feeling afraid, trying to keep them feeling small and insignificant. Well, sometimes people like Anum rebel against that and they become crystal clear on their vision and their mission and they forge ahead until one day they've achieved their vision. So if you're looking for ways to get laser clear vision for a positive and successful future for yourself, no matter what your current circumstances look like, then be sure to tune into today's episode of Tiara's Tears and Triumphs. Not only will you gain insight into how Anum transformed her life to become a senior manager in a FTSE 50 company in London at a very young age, but she also learned the final piece to her personal power puzzle, which was to learn the art of forgiveness. This is huge. And Norm is an absolute light and she is a delight. But that's not all, because I want to ask you, one other thing how many new year's resolutions have you made that you've just drifted off with and those new year's resolutions have just drifted off into the ether and they've never eventuated now that happens to a lot of people and maybe that happens to you if you find it difficult to set goals or you set goals but you can't set those goals in stone because you're afraid that if you don't achieve them that you will be left with the pain and the disappointment of not achieving what you had hoped to achieve so rather than risk being disappointed your goals become diluted they become wishy-washy and intangible making them feel like they're out of your reach. And 
if this is you, if this is something that you experience in your life and that you find is happening to you when you want to set goals, then please, please, I urge you stick around because today you are going to learn how to achieve your goals, those deep desires that you have in your heart. So let's open the door on today's episode. I'd like to ask you who you think the hero of this podcast is. I want to tell you the hero is not me. And the hero, as fantastic and amazing as the guests that I have on Tiara's Tears and Triumphs are, they're also not the hero of the podcast. The real hero of the podcast is you. It's you and your transformational journey. It's that engagement that you have as you stand up and you fight for your life. You fight to strive to have the life that you want to live. You make the change. You make it happen. And you can. And I want you to know that and hold your head high, knowing every time that you show up and you listen to another episode, that's you being a hero. Just a caution. If you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. Hello, Annam, and thank you so much for being a guest on the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today and to be able to have a chat with you. I'm so excited. I, yeah, it's really exciting. Thank you for having me. Really oh, you're very, very welcome. I just really love having that opportunity to have conversations with other women who have been impacted by abusive relationships and just talk about our, you know, shared experiences and perhaps, you know, some of the things that we've gained or learned along the way as we've gone through them and come out the other side. And I think, you know, finding those pearls of wisdom that can give you the inspiration and the motivation to recover and to rebuild on the other side of those abusive relationships are just so important so if you wouldn't mind just sharing with us perhaps a bit of your story about who you are and um, you know what's brought you to this point in your life where I think we might just start with what time is it over there for you? <laughs> the it's moment? five o'clock in the morning and uh, I'm doing this at this time because all the kids are asleep. <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> this really works well for me so yeah so I'm nice and fresh up early before the sun I beat the sun today so I'm really excited to so you know, you're a mum of four children and how old are your children so um the oldest one is five and a half then uh four then two and a half and then two months old 
Wow. <laughs> busy. You must be so busy with the four young children. Yeah. I've, I actually, I find it quite easy. Like a lot of people say, how do you do this? Like they ask me, how, how come you're so relaxed? How come you're not stressing out? And I'm like, I just, I just find it really easy because, you know, we all like, we all are just supporting each other. For me, it's not like that. I need to control them. I need to like, you know, I, I, for me, it's like a relaxed, you know, approach that if they need me, I'm always here and I'm helping them be independent at the same time, you know, growing up, enjoying, creating beautiful memories. It's actually quite nice. Like it's really, and we have fixed routine, fixed timings to do things. So it doesn't get out of control, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's really good. Yeah, that's good. It's uh, fantastic that you've uh, having such a positive experience with, yeah. um, you know, mothering and raising your children to have them so close together. It, it does take a lot of energy to be able to do all of that hands on stuff that mums need to do when with young children when they need yeah. all their nappies changed and they need to be toilet trained and <laughs> you've got that you know that cycle that you're trying to keep everybody in a good routine and one's napping and the other one's falling asleep in their dinner and you know, <laughs> yeah growing that afternoon nap and yeah it's um it's great that you've got that attitude because that will allow you to really enjoy all those funny moments that go on with kids at that age when they're so little and so cute and just doing the yeah. craziest stuff. It's, it's such a precious, precious time. Yeah. So, it like so old, I really enjoy the cuddles. Like it's so yeah. cute. Like, I really, I really feel now that I've done so much work on myself that I feel really present with her, and I really like feel that enjoy the moments, you know, like really appreciate and being grateful for every single moment, you know. It's it's just so beautiful. It's really, you know. Yeah, very lucky. Um, children are so open with their affection at that age, aren't they? They just, you know, like you know that you kind of like, you know, that everything revolves around them, but you know that you're the centre of their universe yeah. too, where, you know, that mummy, mummy, I love you, I love you, and, you know, just openly throwing their arms around you and, you know, just wanting to get that that nurturing and that affection. It's just such a gorgeous time. So yeah. you sound like you've just got so much appreciation for all of those good things that you've got going on in your life. But has it always been this good? Or, you know, yeah. have, have you got something else that's happened to you leading up to this where things weren't so wonderful? Yeah. So when I experienced like really, really difficult times in my life was when I was really little. So I was actually, um, I would say like I my, my mom had huge domestic violence issues and I was raised in that environment. So for me, like I, I saw everything going on and then it started to happen to me as well. And I had huge, huge insecurities. Like I would like literally 
we uh, so let me give you a bit of background so it was my dad's side okay his family we all in we i'm actually from pakistan so there we all used to live in a joint family so everybody in one household <laughs> so and then my aunts and uncles and all the people were living in in under one roof and my aunt got divorced so she came she started living like she left her place and she came started living with us as well and it was very difficult for my dad to show any kind of affection to me or any affection for my mother and whenever that happened there was a huge chaos and drama in her house because nobody accepted especially because my aunt got divorced so they didn't want her kids to feel that they haven't got a close relationship with their dad so I had to suffer a lot at that time because whatever happened you know every, the whole blame and everything was done to me to the point that I was hit I was beaten up by my grandfather and I like there was a there was so many times in my childhood when my mother was and I were kicked out of my father's house and I literally as a child I remember like I I can remember this moment so like clearly and vividly even now although it has been years and years decades I would say but I remember I thought one that we wouldn't have a house where would we go and you know like in the country like Pakistan you don't get a lot of like support from government where they'll just give you a house like that and stuff so this is again a big issue because for my mom if she's kicked out of that house she has to stay with my uncle because her parents have passed away as well so her brother and then it's not fair on his family because then it's a chain right like my mom will go there there'll be disturbance in his family so my mom took a stand that no matter what I will survive in this relationship and people used to tell her that you will die like they will kill you like even emotional trauma will kill you but she said that no I have no choice because she wasn't that educated or confident to find a job and you know like put the pieces together so she was literally like I just need to survive whatever happens and I for so such a long time in my life I had no relation with my father like he would get up he would just go to work he would come back like at 2 a.m 3 a.m and then I would go to school and to the point he because there he had to pay for my school it was very minimum fee but still there was a fee he wouldn't pay my fee and then the teacher would pull me up every single time that oh you haven't your fees hasn't been paid and like every single thing like if I if I would get a good grades you know like or anything because I was very hard-working uh, student then there would be a big drama in our house. And then when I when they, when it was a time actually when I was supposed to go to school, there was a big drama that she shouldn't go to school. What's the point of investing in her? You know, she should just stay at home. So from my childhood, since I really understood things around me, all I've all I saw was fighting, fighting, and like my mother just crying the whole night and just to the point that my mother used to get to that situation where she couldn't feed me. She was that emotionally hurt. And um, and then the neighbors would come and give us food and, you know, like, and even to the point that if, if we, you know, with the weather change, it was really hot there and we needed like different clothes and my father wouldn't get anything because he was scared that if he does, then his side of the family will have a problem. So then my mom had to ask neighbors and her you know, friends to, to to give give their old clothes to us. So it's like, I literally felt really, really insecure in my being as a child. And I thought that, you know, like, and when I saw like other people having really like a nice family, they would go out as a family, they would have good relationship. 
I, it just made me feel really insecure. And I thought that people look at me and they laugh at me because sometimes they did really. They asked my mom that, oh, where is your husband? He'd never, he's never with you. And she would, she would just, you know, like try to make it up. And I would just think that like, where is my father? And everybody's laughing at me. Everybody thinks we are poor. And I would, I would constantly like, you know, feel like that as a child. And once there was such a big fight in our family, like my mother was crying. And I remember all my uncles were there at that time that literally I lost, I lost my, like, you know, I was literally half subconscious, like I listened uh, half unconscious. And I was literally, I started like, you know, I started like pulling my hair and I was in so much despair like my mother said to me after she thought she, she has lost me, like I've just lost, she needs to like call an emergency for mental, you know, yes. help because yeah. I was as a child, Completely oh my God, like overwhelmed by everything. Yeah, totally, yeah. Oh, totally overwhelmed, like fighting and screaming and saying things to me, saying abusive words to me. And I said to my, I like, I literally that day, like my mom, I remember she was holding me in her, my lap and I was literally like, I was just phasing out and coming back and phasing out. And that's, it's so strange. Like, I don't know what happened that day, but I had this almost like, you know, when I don't know if you like, I feel like God, universe, higher power, whoever, you know, we, you think it was, but I had this thought in me, like somebody saying it to me that you need to rise up, you need to stand up, you know, because if you are in such a bad situation, why would you stay there? You know, why would you, you have, you have more reason to work hard and get out of it than anybody else, you know? So at that time, the way I recovered, like the way my life turned around, the deeper my scars were, the deeper motivation I had to really work hard. It's almost like, you know, either you your scars can really pull you down or they can give you more strength. So they became my strength from that day when I literally hit rock bottom. And the more I used to think about it, the more I used to get strength, the more my vision used to get stronger. And I had this dream that my, our escape is that I want to get out of this country. But of course, I want to get out in a really good way. I want to have a, I want to land a really nice job. Like that was my vision, right? In um, in a corporate uh, London. And I want to bring my mom as well with me, right? Almost like escaping that situation. But for me, it's like, you know, I'm a rescue, but rescue needs to work on themselves because I have nothing. I'm a child, you know? So I took whole responsibility of me and my mother's well-being on me. And I thought that I need to, it is my job now. So I... um. I got in like I started working so hard that I sometimes didn't use to brush my hair for days and I would just study and study and study and I would do so like almost like my mom th saw that it turned into my superpower and my and my vision was so strong that every now like every frequently it used to like flashes in my mind you know like it's almost like it was a past like it was that strong That's strong right. picture Let's take a quick break to breathe and hear about how to find the keys that you need to be free. You're off to a great start because you've found this podcast to help you to heal your heart. 
Now, each episode is jam-packed with support and inspiration, but don't forget to check out the episode notes, which is set up to be your life support station. In there, you'll find links to a crisis support list, plus a way to contact us and so much more to help you close the door on fearfulness and pick up the keys to a life where good things aren't going to be again in store. Okay, take another breath and let it go and turn your attention back to today's show. just go in my mind and um one by one by one like first I got in admission into the top university in Pakistan which for business studies that was top 25 in Asia it was super expensive university I got full scholarship with living and allowances everything paid so that was my one step then I got um, an internship in a really good uh, uh, British company in Poland so I moved there and then again, my vision was that because I knew that my mom would be more happy in UK because we have people around, like we have more family and community. So I always had this vision. And then guess what? Like while I was working there, the director came to me and said that we have a job opening in UK and we want you to go there. And they were literally like trying to convince me. And I was thinking, I was shocked. I was like, wow, like, you know, like I always had this vision and it's coming now, you know, and sometimes you don't even think the way your vision actually brings into physical. And you, I was shocked. I was blown away. And also for companies to sponsor an international student or employee, you know, it took them four months to justify why they couldn't find anybody in the UK and why they needed to get me in. So my visa took four months. They 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 did it, and that company was FTSE hundred, so like the top hundreds in UK, and it's an international company in every country of the world. Wow! So I I just when I think about it, like literally, like I don't understand how the way unfolded. Like as a child, I didn't know how it's gonna happen, but I just told myself that this is what I want. This is what I'm gonna do, and the more pain I had throughout those years that become a superpower and everybody used to think like literally people had their own theories that why I was doing so well some people would say oh it's your mom's prayers and I'm sure it is some people would say oh she does something some people would say oh they have contacts but I didn't have any of that I had no contacts like I was literally I had I at, at some point we didn't have clothes let alone contacts you know <laughs> So it's just like, it's it's a miracle after miracle after miracle. And then when I came here, I was like, wow. Like, um, then I applied for uh, three positions up in the top three company in London. So from a starting position, I was a senior manager, three jumps up. And I just, I was like, what's going on? Like, how do, how does this happen? But 
then I when I when I was like in a high flying job, really really happy. Then I found that my dream partner, like he is, if I say something, he fulfills it. Like he's like you know he cannot, he he does he literally really looks after me. Then he helped me bring my mom here, you know, because that was the remaining piece of the vision. Yeah. And now my mom is so happy. She's so relaxed. She's literally having the time of her life, enjoying with her friends. So for me as a child, like I almost felt that every single thing I dreamed about came true. Every single thing. And my scars really became my superpower. But one work needed to be done. The thing was that I had really, really bad memories to the point that I wasn't able to overcome and forgive those people. Even then, you know, the funny thing what happened was that my father saw that oh my god she's literally shining you know she's a star and like the people I, I used to give so much attention to they're no more that close to me but look at her like everybody used to look at your daughter she's doing so well so he came to visit me and at that time I really wanted to I had a almost like you know I confronted him and I said why did you do that why did you do that to us why did you like literally I took him all over London and it is so funny because we never ever my childhood went out as a family so it's the first time when he came to visit me I went out with him and I didn't know whether I'm supposed to walk with him or behind him or ahead of him yeah. because I've never gone anywhere with him so foreign I'm, foreign to you yeah and I'm like what am I how am I supposed to talk to him what is the casual conversation I have with him like I've never done those things but like it would have been very awkward for you <laughs> so awkward like I I could literally go out with a stranger, but with, like I was thinking, oh my god, like how am I supposed to do this? What do I like to you? <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, like how should we walk? Because I've never walked with you. How should we? Like how should we? And we like I was taking him around. We went to a really nice restaurant. I'm thinking, oh my god, what conversation shall I have? Yeah. Who should like? How shall I order? Like should I ask him? Like we have never done any of that, right? So, um. I, I then I confronted him and I said why did you do that to us why did you and then I started like really getting into personal development mindset and really working on myself and actually I thought that that was my present from him because if he wouldn't have done that then I wouldn't be here if he would have given me everything on the plate and said here you go this is what you need this is what you want I still remember like I needed some money it was it was twenty dollars for your from your currency exact twenty dollars to uh pay for a course that would help me to get into that top university and scholarship and he didn't give it to me he was like you're all you're always asking me for money and, and he, I never asked him for anything not even a pencil but he's like I'm, I'm not gonna give you any money and then I found out that he has given literally five hundred dollars to her his brother who, who just called him and said I need money mm. and I never asked him for anything. I was not interested in wearing nice clothes. I wasn't interested in anything. I was just in that wish, mission. I needed one piece, you know, to get to that course. So I just, but the fact that I didn't get those things on a plate, like it made me hungry. It made me strive. It made me want to have more, not just financially, but to work on myself, to be, do and have more, yeah. right? To like, to really, uh, achieve what I want to go after my dreams because I I told myself like I saw that I did it before so even now where I am in my place right now I'm like I want to 
impact 1 billion people in my life. That is my mission now. So imagine my mission was to land in London and that was everything. And now my mission is to touch 1 billion lives, to touch those children, those people who go through trauma, to tell them that when you look back, it's going to be your gift. You will realize that this was my gift because I had to do years and years of inner work to forgive everybody and now i every day i send love to three people who i think i have a little bit of resentment you know a little bit those itchy feeling and for the last few weeks i've been thinking i have nobody to forgive who shall i forgive i've literally i've i send love to every single person so many times that i just have love for everybody i talk to my uh, those my aunts and of course they're really nice to me now even their when their kids came here we took them out my husband took them out and we were really nice to them and i talk to all of them and it's like for me that is i never even think about it because that was a gift so i i am thankful for you know, going through that because even now I'm hungry. I want to help people. I want to yeah. help people come out of those difficult times. And that is my gift, which, which I want to share with other people. I want to tell those people who, who see no light in the dark time that that darkness will become your light. Yes. You know, that will guide other people. I love so that it's just, you, um, you have turned your what you've gone through the you know the traumas and the hardships that you've gone through into your grit into your resilience into your tenacity you know and you've learned that you actually need to play a part in creating your future so it's it's taking you out of that victim um space into a space of empowerment and you're like well I'm not just going to wish for something different I'm actually going to throw all of myself into doing yeah. whatever I can to achieve this difference in my life that I desire that I really deep down in my heart this is what I want this is how I want my life to look and you've gotten really clear on that and then you've worked your butt off really haven't you you've worked yeah. really really hard every step of the way so when you were talking about miracles you've played a very active part in helping those yeah. miracles to manifest because if you just sat back and yeah wished for those things but you hadn't done all of that hard work then the conversation that we're having right now might be a different one yeah you know one of the things I've realized like because I studied then right I studied that how these things happen like how we manifest like because for me like literally everybody had their own theory why I was doing so well and I my theory you know what was my theory that I do my bit and then rest of the pieces are picked up by God or higher power and he just connects it and makes it for me but then I like and then when I studied that I was shocked that I was doing it unconsciously all this time and I had no idea what I was doing but I was doing you know what I was supposed to so the way I've seen it is that in your life, ask yourself, right? Take a piece of paper and pen and write it down. What is it that I really want? Doesn't matter how impossible it is. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing is you don't have to know how, right? Just be crystal clear. What do you want? Okay. And see yourself there. Like for me at that point and now what I want to create in my life 
it is so strong in my imagination that it's a past memory. It's no more that I'm thinking it's going to happen. For me, it's done. I have lived there so vividly that for me, it is done. And I have no idea how it's going to happen. My mission is to touch one billion life. And I live there every single day. But I have no clue whatsoever how I'm going to touch one billion lives. And I had no clue at that time, how would I come to London? Like, I had no edu like not good education of course then I got into that university that opened up doors for me but at that time as a child the school I was going to was smaller than the house I was living in it was literally a one-room school near you know <laughs> for like literally you know I had no idea how but never let how get in the way because I remember Steve Jobs said that you cannot connect the dots looking forward you can only connect them looking backwards so once you are there, you can connect it that, okay, this is how I got there. So he said, but you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in the future. So you have to trust that it is going to happen. You don't know how, but you should be, because, you know, like even when it comes to hard work and putting in the effort, once you are tuned into that image, that vision, your body just pulls you towards it you don't have to like think am I working hard am I doing enough no you're just pulled into it like you're doing it naturally so although it is hard work but it comes with flow because you're flowing into it you're almost like you know swimming with the current so you're going with flow absolutely right? so I really want like my message for everybody is that no matter how hard it gets, right? I know it. it is when you're in the difficult situation, it is so painful. It, it causes lots of tears, lots of pain, but always be the light. When nobody's being the light for you, be the light for yourself and be crystal clear. What is it that I want? Because once you come out of it, it is going to be your biggest gift, you know, because that situation made you who you are. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. I so think even, I when I love that you're talking about, you know, the law of attraction and the way the law of attraction works in a positive way, you know, and the way to actually make it work in that positive way. Because I think that some people, when they think about the law of attraction, don't understand that that law of attraction is working all the time. And it really depends on your point of focus about your expectations and where you're setting your expectations. And so if you're thinking, you know, things are not going to get any better than what they are now, or, you know, my life is in the toilet, or, you know, if you're thinking negative thoughts about your, your life and your future direction, then that is the flow of where your life is going to continue to go. And it is, it takes a conscious effort. When you're going through struggles, it really does take a conscious effort of thinking about a positive difference of what could be a great life that you might, you know, envisage for yourself that, you know, like, gosh, if all of this wasn't happening in my life, what, is the type of life that I really deep down want to be living and um, don't despair that that isn't the life that you're living today because it's the life that you're going to flow into tomorrow yeah. and the day after and yeah. the day after that yeah and it's so natural that you won't realize when you look at you like oh my god I'm here yeah. <laughs> I did it you know yeah. it's it because the way things unfold are so natural and unexpected at the same time like the things will open the way will unfold and 
one of the things I really believe in is that first you have to feed your vision, right? First, you have to give it the focus, the attention. But then it becomes so big that it starts feeding you. Then you don't need that motivation because that is the part of your being. That is it, what who you are. And really, you get so attached to it that nobody can separate you because you become one with it, right? Mm -hmm. So no, like for me, if somebody would have said, oh, it's not going to be possible for you, I would say I have done it. Like it's done because I live there every single day. So you start to see your current self from that place. You know, yeah. and it's such a beautiful transition in your mind that you are already there where you want to be and you, the doors are just now connected. Yes. So it's it's about disciplining in the beginning and focusing on what you want. But once you're one with it, that's it. Then it's going to grow you. You are going to grow into it. Then it's going to pull you towards it. And it is so beautiful because it's almost like, you know, the way will start unfolding. So you don't have to like think how it's going to happen. Am I working hard enough? Are things turning out? The way is just unfolding. Just enjoy the journey, you know. Then you just know that it's you are giving it a birth, you know. I give really nice example of because I have, I have my two months old. Yes. So, you know, like I, I, I've just gone through another fourth birth. <laughs> so I just give example that. When the babies come out, you have to push, right? There's no other way. So it's literally like that, that when your dream is coming into being, the, the action and the things will come natural. But the main thing is get yourself, give yourself, as you beautifully said, you know, give yourself all into it. Don't think of anything else. And that you really don't have, you don't have a choice when you're giving birth to a child. Yeah. To, <laughs> that's what's called upon you know in order for you to hold that baby in your arms you have to give it your all in those moments and I think that's a beautiful illustration uh, just a such a fantastic way of portraying what we need to do to give birth to something new in our lives to a new way of life to a new way of being is that yeah. we need to throw ourselves in that initial phase like 100 it's it's body it's mind it's soul it's everything has to go into into it in order for it to be birthed i think it's just yeah. a gorgeous analogy yeah yeah fantastic yeah, it's it's really like focusing on that. And almost like for me, the more I had problems, the more pains I had, the more strength I got. Because I thought like literally, I, I remember like when I used to think of those times as a child, I would literally just turn my focus around and I would drive strength from that those moments because it kept happening to the point that it literally took me to the rock bottom. And, you know, when you're at the rock bottom, the only way is up, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't go further down. So... It's just like that time I knew that I, I needed to be the light for my mom as well, mm. because uh, like uh, she she was literally like giving up. She was really scared that if if, you know, if she would leave my dad, you know, if she then where is she going to go? Where are we going to go? And I and I and I told my mom that, you know, we have even even now I just encourage her all the time. Like she tries to talk about the past. She says that, oh, my God, it really hurts me. And I say, why do you want to feel that pain over and over again? You know, just don't think about it. Just let it go. It's gone. You know, yeah. so for me, it is literally I in my mind, I have reinstalled the image of that 
that phase in my life and for me it's just a gift it's so beautiful and that motivates me now because I know what it's like to not have and you know one of the beautiful things I've realized is that I've seen with my kids they have this desire as well so I was um I I was watching Oprah Winfrey, you know, like her, like she was on the stage with my daughter. And she said to me that, mommy, I want to go on the stage like her. I want to talk like her. And she can see me like, you know, look like going after my dreams. She can see those desires and I can feel that passion in her. And that was my biggest thing that because, you know, when you are in a good place, you give your children everything. And then what if they start taking it for granted, you know, but I don't want my kids to have the thing, the experiences I had, but I still want to have that passion and drive. But I see how beautiful it's being transmuted in them, how like they love, they keep telling me that I'm powerful, mom, I'm confident. They do affirmations. They have their gratitude. They constantly say that, oh, we are so happy. We are so grateful for everything. So it's so beautifully because when we allow ourselves to, you know, to go after what we want, we teach that to our children. Because what what happened to me when when I had my first one, I thought that if I still be that ambitious, if I still go after what I want, then maybe I won't be a good mother. And and I I used to tell her like I I I was still working, but I took a little bit of relaxed approach, you know, when I wasn't like, you know, give giving my hundred percent like I was before. And I, I used to like constantly go after that or oh, read books. I want you to read books. And she would never do that. But then when I started reading books, I started working on myself. I started taking courses, development programs, doing things. She fell in love with reading. She fell in love with writing. And now she's always on my case that I want to do this. I want to do this. And it's so beautiful. So even for, you know, I, this belief that if I if I focus on myself, I would deprioritize other people. This is wrong. If you focus on yourself, your cup will be full to offer it to other people. So if you want to be the best mom, be the best for yourself first. You know, put your oxygen mask first. Give, Grow yourself so much because, oh my God, this is crazy. Like kids just see what you do and they do that. They don't care what you say to them. They don't care. Like I've done that so many times. What I do, they, they want to do. Like I write my gratitude. All of them, even my two and a half year old has a gratitude journal because all of the other kids have got it. I have got it. And she has no idea how to write, but she draws scribbles and that's her gratitude. But she knows what what it is. And uh, like, it's just beautiful to see that they they are getting those dreams. Like, you know, they are giving themselves permission. I see that they are saying that it's okay to go after your dreams. But it only happened when I did it for myself. So beautiful. Yeah. That's fantastic. So I, I always thought that now that I have my kids, should I just stop and just focus on them? And I did it for I was working, but I did it for a f- for a few years. And then he's like, no, they're not doing that. They're also, you know, just like they they wanted to just f- follow me. And when I did, but I, I there's sponges yeah. at that age. They just take That's absorb me. absolutely everything. So yeah, and they very much absorb what mum's doing. Yeah, like when I'm on my here, like when I'm actually doing a course or my training, they want to, they were like, give me one of your headphones. I want to attend to, and literally for half an hour they're watching it. Like, what, what are you getting? I have no idea. Five year old, what do you understand? <laughs> but they are, they just so beautiful. And then, and then I, I do like my lives and videos. So my daughter said to me that I want to do a live. I have got a message. And the message she shared was like, she was like that, 
be present and have fun at all times be happy and I was shocked that how are you thinking of those things like <laughs> but it's it's you know like they just see us that's so, so for me like really I I feel really really connected to mothers because of course I'm one so that's not a shock right <laughs> of course I would but also because I see like I have a lot of compassion for my mother because she is an incredible cook like literally within few minutes she can cook like five six dishes and she could really go after my dreams uh, her dreams but I thought that I have a feeling that she almost like let go of hers right and when I see that what she could have achieved and you know I really want to and also then in my journey and also going through you know the motherhood and realizing that your children are your superpower they're they're not not limiting you at all because now your why is so big because you love them so much and you want to give them a good life you want to be an inspiration for them your why goes way up the roof as compared to anybody else so your being a mother is your superpower because as napoleon hill said you know that behind every success is a burning desire and if you if we have a burning desire ready made you know i have four my burning desires all around me and they keep reminding me you know that i have to do this i have to push to the line so i think it's so beautiful that like us mothers are so powerful but sometimes what happens is that we start to you know get overwhelmed get, it's get hard raising children like they really you know it's take a lot of effort so my mission is to help mom realize that they can have it all they can be present with their kids. They can spend great memories and they can go after their dreams. They don't have to sacrifice because when I was in the corporate job, I realized that I was missing my children all the time and I was expected to act at work that I have no children. And at home, I was expected to act, I have no work. You know, it's like, and you're constantly feeling guilty because, oh, I'm not giving enough time to my kids. I'm not doing enough housework. So, like, I think mom has the biggest syndrome. A, you know the disease which needs to be cured is guilt we we feel guilt so we're giving our 200 percent and still we are feeling guilty because we're always so we, feeling they're always feeling torn you know if we're yeah. doing this we should be doing that and yeah it's <sighs> just all the time isn't it yeah that, yeah that pressure that we live with and yeah yeah it is i think giving ourselves permission to actually prioritize our own needs is so important and to understand that we don't need to sacrifice everything and I you know I'm coming from a place of lived experience with that because I thought that that was what was needed that's what I you know was part of the job description was to be completely self-sacrificing and there's just uh, there's a learning there that yeah you've you have so much more to give. I'm sorry about that. You have got so much more to give when you are taking care of your own needs yeah. and making yeah. sure that those needs are getting met. Exactly. And and I almost realized that for me, I was thinking that, okay, if I'm working on myself and I'm doing things with myself, then my kids will be neglected. You know what happened? That was my belief kept holding me back. But when I was working on myself, they were all sitting next to me working on themselves. We were working on few things together. Like if I'm working, doing something, they bring their notebook. They started writing because I was making notes. So that's how they learned how to write. And that, I didn't have to push them. Oh, bring your notebook. I want to teach you. 
it was to the point literally that I was like, listen, we have written so many pages today. Can we just stop this now? <laughs> that was their passion. Like, and, and all of them, like they love, like, you know, when I'm working, when I'm doing things, they realize they think that it's time to start to write. So the whole family is writing. Even the two and a half year old is writing and she makes such good shapes. She cuts so well. And I'm thinking, how are you learning that? But it's like, you know, when you do that, you're showing your kids, oh, let's do it together. So whatever belief, you know, you hold that if you work on yourself, it's not going to work out. Actually, you will show them that this is the time we do this. This is the time we read. This is the time. And when I kept doing that without doing it myself, I had to push them. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. So it is, it is literally, if you have, if no, any of the mothers have a message, naturally. yeah, if you, if any of the mothers is listening and they're dear prioritizing themselves, please don't, you, you deserve to have it all. And once you're doing that, once you start shining your light, your kids will do that. You know, that your kids will follow it. The, your kids will follow your footsteps. So just like, you know, step into your power, let your inner passion, whatever is meaningful to you, you know, just come out. And once you really tune into it, like I feel like I've got a storm inside me. I've got fire, you know, I want to be the light for everybody. You know, I want to help people. I want to make them feel special, you know. And th that's when you realize that you're really in tune with who you are. Absolutely. So just give yourself the permission. Don't get in your way because... <laughs> All those beliefs are just an illusion. They're trying to hold you back. None of them is true. None of them is true. I, I had millions I had to flip. <laughs> but once I flipped, I was like, wow, this is so beautiful. Transformation on the other side yeah. is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, it's so lovely. And it's yeah such a wonderful time that we've had having this conversation and it's been such a positive conversation which oh, is is really great because you know a lot of the time when I have conversations the focus might go toward you know those um, trials and tribulations and the you know the um, pain that comes from those things this conversation the bulk of the conversation is really focused on the light that can be created in your life no matter what adversities you've gone through and you've certainly gone through a lot of adversities as a, a child and as an emerging adult to um, to get mm. to this point in your life where your life just seems you seem so content and I think you know like that is just such a treasured place to be in life where you feel truly content with your life and happy that this is this is your life this is your lot this is you know you've got your children and uh, you are just immersing yourself just beautifully in in that with great expectations for what you can give because yeah. you're, you've got a full cup and that's a, a wonderful position to be in as a woman of four children with your youngest <laughs> only being two months old you really it's just yeah amazing and wonderful yeah. so you've been a real light um and and you know, I one, hope, yes one no, thing please, I'm sorry say whatever you'd like to share some 
something really funny you know it's, yeah. it's, it's really nice way to end in a way so now my father comes you know to see my children and he's obsessed with them he just Aww. loves all, all four of them so my husband one day said to me you know whatever they say whatever this even one word your dad fulfills it and I was like listen let him do it he has a, he's making up for it yeah <laughs> it's so funny I was like literally if they say I want this he would he would move the air to get it for them yeah I just think oh my god are you the same person <laughs> literally like he's transformed too and yeah he's got a very like beautiful relationship now with your children so yeah yeah, that's it's lovely to see for you to be able to realize that um there is good there in your dad and yeah because that when you've gone through um abuse with a, a a person um or neglect because neglect can also be a form of abuse yeah. so your father you know demonstrated things that were quite neglectful you know to you um, yeah. and you know now you're seeing the good side of your dad emerging and he can't help yeah. himself but be good with your children yeah. so that's like it's a different person it's yeah. literally it's yeah. like you know happy ending but yeah like I I there was a point when we were kicked out of the house and he kicked us out right yeah. so from that side to that shift like I'm thinking are you the same person I know, <laughs> I, know. I know I know <laughs> yeah well wonderful that you've you know you've achieved that kind of harmony in your family again Adam it's just yeah amazing now okay so but before you go I just wanted to ask you are there any um, links that you would like to share for people to be able to find you yeah so I so I'm a um, business and executive coach for moms who actually really help them to step into their power ditch the limiting beliefs that are holding them back and really show them the process step by step to create you know quantum leaps so even if they want to achieve breakthroughs in their career or they're starting a business and they want you know they want to discover what is it that they want or they want need help with you know like pieces and also especially transformation like I really focus on transformation because once and really getting one with your vision you know and once you do that that's it the way is gonna unfold oh my god it's gonna come from nowhere you'll be shocked so I really help moms with that and with creating a balance in their life and really creating empires because they can do it. They have they have the biggest asset, their burning desire, their kids, you know, so it is anything is possible for them. So I, if you want to get to know me more, I've got a live a series on Facebook. I do it every single day called Moms on Fire. And it's all about, you know, how to have it all, how to create the business, create the career they want and be the best mother being present you know creating beautiful memories and really living a fulfilled life or if you want to have a discovery call with me I would love to you know give you a free coaching session and really help you with what is stopping you what is really getting in the way how to get crystal clear what you want and how to really achieve it so really helping you achieve that transformation that shift even in that call you know that is my focus so I will share you know that 
you, if, if you don't mind sharing those links with them. Absolutely. I'm um, very happy to put those links. I'll pop them in the episode notes. And yeah, if you're listening to this and you'd like to connect with Anne, then please just go to the episode notes and those links will be there for you to be able to either take advantage of that free discovery call or jump in on that Facebook live, which sounds really interesting and something I might even check out myself. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much. Now, before you go to, I just like to ask you something that I ask all my guests is because this podcast is called Tiara's Tears and Triumphs, what does that title mean to you as a woman? So I, I just, when I, when I like read for the first time, I was like, oh my God, this is such a beautiful title. And, and literally before our call, uh, you know, I was also thinking, oh my God, this is so beautiful. Like, it's almost like, you know, I, for me, it's like a journey, right? It's like, first you have that, uh, you know, like you have those tears and then you're progressing to those. So it's almost like an assurance that your tears will transform into your triumphs. Right. So even like, I think it's a very powerful lesson in your title that it's a progression of life. It's like a wave, you know, it's going to go down, but it has to go up. There is no other way. It has to go up. So it's like, you know, hold tight to your vision. And now, you know, sometimes when hard things happen, because life it can get difficult, you know, any day, any time, I always ask myself, what is it trying to teach me? How I'm going to grow out of it? How What I'm going to learn? Because it is almost like, you know, when you need to get more skills, it's like a course, you know, mini course, you get through a difficult time, you learn, and then you're more equipped to go and create your bigger vision, you know, and achieve it. So it's like a, it's like a free course. <laughs> you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> and with any learning, there's always this, you know, uncomfortable place of, you know this is a bit you know this is challenging it, and you know, it's a good thing to know that when you're being challenged in your life by something that that's a pretty good indication that it's a perfect opportunity for growth to happen that there's something there for you to learn an area for you to grow in in your life but yeah your take on the title is a really beautiful one Adam and I'm yeah so very grateful to you for taking the time to have this conversation with me today so so thanks so much for being a guest (laughs) thank you so much if you would like to be a part of a growing community to fast track your healing journey you can do this in a couple of ways one way you can do this is to become a supporter of this podcast by becoming a patron This will help me to help you and other people just like you to discover the resources that are included in this podcast to help you rise back up after hitting rock bottom, after experiencing different forms of abuse. And like I said, you can do this by becoming a patron of this podcast. It's super easy. Just go to the episode notes and click on the link to become a patron. When you are a patron, you will receive exclusive bonuses like the behind the scenes audio files with deep and meaningful insights from conversations with guests that are not included in the podcast interviews 
Plus, there are a range of special building blocks to help you to rebuild your life. So go check it out. And you can join the growing Rise Up with Tiara's Tears and Triumphs Facebook group with over 400 members where you can troubleshoot issues you're having. Every victim and every survivor of abuse has expertise. And being part of a community of peers gives you a safe place to get answers to questions that you have and to share what you know with others. Again, just go to the episode notes to become a member of the group today. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, but when I turned a corner in my life, the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side who share their stories and insights as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. 
And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe, Sandy.